Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Moments That Made Me with me, Roxy Nafusi. This week, I have the wonderful Shanina Shake. Shanina is an Australian supermodel, Victoria's Secrets angel and wellness advocate. I have followed Shanina for years and I am pretty much obsessed with her. So I cannot wait to have her on the show today. Hello, Shanina. Thank you so, so much for being a guest on this week's episode. No problem at all. I'm so happy to do this and be here with you. Uh, I have been following you for so long and honestly, you give me so much like style inspiration and wellness tips. And I love that you're now in London. How are you finding it? Um, I, you know, what? I love London. It reminds me of Australia. I'm from Australia, so I do have that connection with um, the UK being that Australia was colonized by the British. <laughs> so it does remind me of home. Um, not too pleasant with the weather. I prefer <laughs> Los Angeles weather. But um, yeah, I have a, I have like a, you know, my amazing best friends here. And Aww. yeah, so I'm good. It's I'm happy to be here. Oh, good. Well, my baby is half Australian. So every time I speak to... Yeah, because my baby daddy is Australian. So every time I speak to anyone Australian, I'm like, I feel like I'm one of you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The Australian accent is pretty... Does your your, um, baby daddy, does he have an Australian accent? Yes, he's from Melbourne. Yeah, he's got... Yeah, it's kind of died down a bit since he's hung around me a lot but when he's on the phone to his parents I can definitely hear it come out more but I love it I'm from Melbourne as well so oh really yeah oh my god I didn't know that that's so cool I need to go one day I'm like desperate to go I've never been to Australia Oh, you have well, not right now due to COVID um, restrictions. It's quite difficult, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> definitely make a move to, to go to Australia. It's a really beautiful, wonderful place and really amazing people. Very easy lifestyle and easy, um, yeah, upbeat um, people. Oh, that's what we all need more of. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Shanina, what is the first defining moment that made you? Um, great question. Uh, for me, I think traveling to New York City when I was 17 and such a big move, doing that by myself and getting on a plane, going to New York. I've never seen snow in my life. So I arrived when there was just after a, um, snowstorm. So that was really exciting. Um, (laughs) But it was very defining for me. I like it, it kind of like I was stepping into adulthood, um, doing something really big for my career. And it was a very brave, independent move. Um, and yeah, I was just there by myself and taking care of myself. And it really, uh, changed my whole life when I made that move to go to New York City. So how come you had decided to go there? So I was, um, I was modeling. I've been modeling since I was eight years old. I used to do like wow. little, yeah, I used to do like the little catalog stuff when I was eight years old, um, like Kmart and Target and just making, like, <gasps> I would say, piggy bank um, money, which was <laughs> nice, and yeah. pay, paying for my school books. And then um, 
when I got to high school, I I was lucky to get into the accelerator program. And so that's a program where I learn two years curriculum in one year. So for example, being um, starting year in Australia is year seven of high school, I would learn year eight um, curriculum and I would have to do exams a year ahead so I was kind of like in the nerdy smart class which is really but I um my mom was like you have to focus on your school and studies and then I just got back into modeling again (laughs) it just happened I was scouted and my mom was like okay if you want to model you have to just make sure you keep up with your your school work and I did exactly that which was great um but for me it was really hard um for me to book bigger jobs in Australia because I don't look like the typical, you know, the idea of what everyone thinks, the stereotype of what Australians look like. And that is usually Caucasian, um, blonde hair. What, what, my mom, my mom actually looks very similar to that. So um, it was very upsetting for me. So I got into a modeling show and I did this modeling show because the prize was to get a contract with a New York modeling agency. And my mom thought it would be a great idea for me to promote myself on this show and work with the photographers and the modeling show, get my name out there and get the experience, but hoping that I would win. And I didn't win. I came runner up, but uh, luckily I got a contract straight after the show because the agent saw a picture of me, um, the agent in New York, saw a picture of me and he gave me a contract and I flew over when I was 17 and that was it. Kind of like kickstarted my career. And um, from that day I stepped foot in New York, like jobs, I was very grateful and very lucky. Jobs were just flowing in for me and I just knew that I was in the right place um, and this was meant to be for me. I love that. But at 17, you know, I think at that age, we feel really grown up. But in hindsight, you are still really like young. And so to make such a massive move, um, did you feel homesick? Like, how did you emotionally, how did you deal with such a big change? Uh, definitely. I felt homesick quite a lot. I remember arriving there and I was crying, <laughs> called oh. my mom and I was like, I'm not sure how to navigate and what's going to, you know, how to get around as such. Um, and she was an amazing support system, my mom, and still to this day, an amazing support system for me. But uh, emotionally, you know, um, it was hard and could be, you know, a bit stressful at times, of course. And um confusing um I throughout the year like I had a lot of cries because I had to you know you know create a whole new life for myself if that makes sense I didn't have any family in the USA um I didn't have any friends so I was literally it was like shedding a whole new life like shedding like coming being caterpillar and then coming into this butterfly like yeah <laughs> so um I had to create a life for myself um and do really like make grown-up decisions at a very young age I'm still a teenager and I was paying taxes and I had wow. an apartment I had an apartment by myself like at the age of 18 you know in New York it's and going walking around and all these type of things as really grown-up decisions like and working in a very um, grown-up industry. I mean, that's real strength building, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Um, And I look back on it and I talked to my dad about this and my dad was like, you know what, you should be so proud of yourself because you making those moves or making those decisions at that age, he goes, I couldn't do it. He goes, I wouldn't have the strength to do that. I'm quite independent myself, but... um, yeah, when now I look back, I'm like, I don't know if I would even have my daughter go do that. <laughs> so my so my mom had a lot of strength when I look at it as well. It caused yeah. her quite a lot of stress. Oh, but, my um, God, that's so true. <laughs> yeah, but um, she believed in me. She knew I could take care of myself. I love that. Yeah, because I, I actually I get a lot of messages from people saying they've just moved to countries where they um, they don't know anyone and how do they make friends. And I do always think, gosh, it is it's a really unique position to make such a big move to another country and not have that support system. So how did you start building a support system whilst also trying to make a name for yourself in what is a really competitive industry? 
I think um, first and foremost, and what I've learned now is your core self should be your support system. Um, Even though that's, you know, from trial and error, like I think my dreams and my ambition really drove me to do that. So that would be like my support system. But although in my industry, you need to have really tough skin and be really confident because um, like we talked about this you know, previously, I you need you you will hear a lot of no's or, and you deal with a lot of rejection. But um, my my mum was a really big um, important support system for me and very believing in me, and she really was like my guidance to really you know help me through those bad days. Um, and in my industry, because unfortunately, because I didn't have any friends, it was really important for me on the work front to have uh, my agency or my 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 peers to take care of me and to believe in me because those are the people that are making me my jobs, and they also have to be really honest with me. So what I've learned is it's really important in the industry and any job that you have, no matter what I think for anybody in their career to have a workplace environment where, you know, you're being supported. Um, It's because emotionally it can be quite draining. Um, And, you know, over the years I've had to change my, my, my job, like my agency that represents me because business is business and I don't think they're probably believing in me and there's certain dreams that I have and I've had to change that so again that goes back to believing in yourself and being your support system believing that you deserve better that is literally one of the best answers for that (laughs) just to say that your core should be like your core self should be your support system I really love that and I actually haven't heard anyone say something like that before and it's it it's, you're absolutely right. You do. Yeah. You're. You're. Be, you have to be the one that kind of is backing yourself always, first and foremost. And then, of course, having other people around you is a, is an amazing bonus. But the first person who should be showing up for themselves and standing up for themselves and believing in themselves is you. And I love that. So thank you for sharing that. No problem. Yeah. So what is your second defining moment? Uh, For me, my second defining moment would be uh, booking the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show in 2011, Um, being a quite commercial model when I first began and being told that I'm not going to, I wouldn't do high fashion and I wouldn't be booking Um, the bigger like fashion industry type of work and so for anyone that's listening commercial model is doing like catalog um, like target um, more like beauty beauty work and doing the fashion and the high fashion work is doing what you see on the runways like Prada, Louis Vuitton, um, all of those amazing designers that we love and I was told that I, I just wasn't that girl when I really wanted to do those things. So um, cut to it, Victoria's Secret was n- my number one biggest dream to book that show and to be part of that family. And as soon as I got to New York, they asked me, what do you want from, what would you like from this, you know, your job and your career? And I said, I really want to book Victoria's Secret. So I really made sure to work hard on that dream. And I went to the castings and I think after the third casting, I got a call back and I was so excited because of, after three years of trying, it, you know, it kind of, it kind <laughs> oh, of dampens you. That was your third you. year of, of, tr- of going for it? For Yeah, for casting, uh, casting for the show. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it was like it kind of, you know, you it does, again, maybe like lower your self-esteem because you're like, okay, right. the first time, okay, or that's fine. The second <laughs> time, I think I've got this. And your third, you're like, oh, you're a bit unsure. Like, I, I don't know how yeah. much more I can give and I really, really want this. So I got a call back, which is really exciting um, for any girl who casts for the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. And at the time I was, you know, just doing, I was making money I was a working model but I was just doing very not the most amazing things that you would think of when you think of a fashion model and so when I found out I booked the VS show it changed my whole career and that's when I began 
working in the um, high fashion industry and booking and doing runway after that it just all like swooshed like it came in and piled in for me it was like a door opened up in the universe and it just yeah it formed quite nicely and um that was so that was a huge defining moment for me in my how career. did you feel in that exact moment when you found out so it was quite funny I would tell the story all the time I it was Halloween in New York and so I did the casting and I was feeling really um I wasn't feeling quite confident that I was going to book it and being that I wasn't a popular model in the industry as such but I was doing like JC Penney's and Coles and Target for like lingerie and swim so I was like this is going to be a huge thing if I do it but I'm not so confident let's see and so it was Halloween and I was about to go out and I called my agent this was a Friday night and I usually call my agent to um check in to see what I have for the next week, what jobs I have and what what I, what will I be doing in the next week. And so I asked him, for, the first thing I asked is like, did we hear anything back from Victoria's Secret? And he's like, I'm so sorry, Shanine, we haven't. So I thought, okay, I didn't get it. And then he goes, but don't worry, you have like, you have this job next week, you have, you got, you're flying out for this job. And I was like, okay, like, but at that moment, I felt like, my life is not changing like anytime soon or like I just wasn't very happy even though I know I was getting jobs I was like okay let's be positive here and then he goes on Monday you have to go for a fitting for a job and I was like oh okay what job and he goes you have to um fit for the Victoria's Secret fashion show (gasps) as it and I was like what and I said what what do you mean and he goes you got you got the VS show and I was like oh I screamed I was I was so happy. I could not believe it. And obviously that was the best night of my life because going <laughs> yeah. out and selling Halloween and I booked the show. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. And I was like, don't ever play that trick on me again. Um, <laughs> that but, is so smart of him. Yeah, it was – I was just over the moon and I called my mom and I my mom was in Australia and she asked me to and I played the same trick on her. <laughs> and she – and then she was – so upset for me and my mom was like I'm so sorry Shanina that she was like I know how much you wanted this and don't worry we'll keep going and and I said I'm lying to you mom she's like what do you mean she I'm like I got the job I got VS and my mom started crying she was so happy for me and she just knew how much I wanted it and my my mom yeah she's my backbone and she 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 rides the emotions with me because she knows how much I wanted something. So uh, I flew her out for that show, I, my first show. Um, I flew her from Australia and she was there front row watching me. So it was really a, just amazing moment and was really oh. weird as well, her seat. So my birthday is February 11th and my yeah. mom sat in row two, seat 11, and that's my birthday. No way. Yeah. Oh, so we my ca- goodness. The universe yeah. was aligned. Yeah. It was 2011 as well, and I have a tattoo of 11 because I'm born on the 11th, and it was 2011 when I did my first show. So it was very weird. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I honestly, I am literally beaming from that story because I can just, <laughs> I can feel the joy in you, in you telling the story. And I feel so happy for you. I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So it's what a great story. Good, when, when you were about to walk, what are, the, what are the nerves like going on a show like that? Especially then when it really, I mean, it was the kind of one of the biggest fashion moments, wasn't it, of the year. And it was, it's like a huge uh, achievement for any model like you said as, mm. as soon as you got to New York that was the thing you wanted to do what is it like going on stage knowing that so many people are going to be watching and this is sort of there's so much really your whole career has almost built up at, to this point how do you feel leading up to that it was I was so excited, but I was so nervous at the same time. And luckily for, so for the VS show, we actually filmed twice. Um, there's like two shows, but for the filming process, you have to do it twice. So, which makes the situation a lot better because the first time, if the girl's a bit nervous or, you know, there's a mistake, um, they can film it again. So the first time I was quite nervous. I was really nervous. But the second show, I was just, I was like, wow, I get to do this again and just 
whatever I did wrong or whatever I like, I, I'm not going to have these moments again. So I'm going to really enjoy this defining moment. And, um, I was just so happy. I look back on my, on the video and I just, I laugh at myself because I could just see the joy in my face. Like you said, I was just smiling from ear to ear. And I, there was a moment during the filming process, they kept this in. I was, I saw my mom and I kissed, like I blew a kiss to her as well. So it was really like just to have those <sighs> moments filmed. It was amazing. Yeah. But um, the girls were quite supportive and really, really sweet as well and made sure that, you know, the new girls are comfortable and they felt great about themselves. But, um, yeah, I felt like I was in a dream. I was just being a little girl and then yeah. sitting sitting in your living room and watching, you know, the VS show and then hoping and wishing one day you'll be a part of it and then cut to and being 20 and then it's all happening. It's really surreal. But um, it was really fun. And then your whole world changed from then. Yes, my whole world changed, definitely. <laughs> I'm really intrigued. So whenever we have guests on the show, um, there is always kind of this moment where for them, they suddenly achieve great success and things seem to move very fast. But obviously, after a lot, a lot of hard work, it's not just that it just happened. There's a lot of mm. build up. But then there's a moment where everything seems to change. And mm -hmm. how did you deal with that? Because although, of course, it's incredible and you're so everybody is always so grateful for the opportunities, but it can also be um, quite exhausting because suddenly the ball starts rolling and everything happens very fast. For you, mm. how was that experience? um it's funny I look back on it and I think this was a it was ideal for me that I when I was feeling these emotions but I was actually quite naive to what was going on and I was booking these um shows and I didn't know like how important it was so I think it helped me in some ways as well especially with castings because I wasn't putting the pressure on myself when I was going to these big castings. Um, although I, I'm very hardworking and I, the problem with me when I was quite younger, I put a lot of stress on myself because I really, really want something. And it's like, I have to do this. I have to get this. I have to do this. But it's funny, the big things that I was getting, I was just like, oh, I, oh, that's cool. I got that. I'm quite happy. But, um, <laughs> but I, I did, I did put a lot of pressure on myself when it came to certain jobs to book, because I think I wanted to keep the momentum and keep because I was, um, you know, it was my career and it was like, this is what I was going to do. So I wanted to make sure that um, this is my brand and that I have to keep the momentum and I have to keep booking these jobs. And then um, for me, though, um, people might not know this. It was harder for me to kick down a lot of doors because one, I was considered too sexy and even though when I don't do anything and how frustrating that is when you're like a young girl and I'm like, you go to castings and they're like, you're too sexy. And then also I'm quite short. I'm on the shorter side for runway. And so it was harder for me to book those high fashion runway shows. But, uh, you know, I did get some really great ones. So I'm very grateful for that. But also um, even for my, my cultural um, background, it was harder for me to be categorized in <laughs> for shoots which was so frustrating because my background is so diverse and mixed they were just like I just don't know what category to put her in so we're not going to book her but sometimes it did help it was beneficial for me because I do look so diverse and we're like we can pretend that she's Latina or we can you know say that she's part black and part white and you know um so I had a lot of ups and downs through my career. It wasn't just like whew, like going to the top. Um, it was just kind of like a level medium road. It would go up and down, up and down. Sometimes it's, people say it's like better to have that rather than just shooting all the way to the top. And then you get to a place and you're like, where do I go from here? It's like I continuously have these up and down moments um, so it was really interesting. Totally. And I think you're so right. I think that up and down is 
actually a really important thing for pe- for people to remember because I think especially when you're going through a sort of career journey and you're you feel like you're progressing but then you take a step back and remembering that that's okay that's all part of the journey it's all part of the process and it's just mm. every door that's closing is an opportunity for another to open um and being okay with that and I think it's really interesting to hear even you know after let's say you'd book the VS show at that point for some people they would think well that's it then everything is then so easy from that point but actually you're still on a journey just like everybody else um and you still do have to work hard and you know and, and have that drive and ambition just as you did before Definitely. There's been so many times throughout my career. Um, and then again, changing my agency, I've changed my agency, like maybe twice, but, um, but for the better as well, like, I'm glad I made those moves and believed in myself to do that. But there's been like so many times where maybe like three times in my career. And I'm just like, I think this is the end of my career. I think I'm going to quit modeling. Really? Yes. And I've been in tears and I've been so frustrated because I was like, what do I do now? Like, I'm so frustrated. I'm like, nothing's happening for me. And there's just, yeah, I think even maybe like three years ago, um, about three years ago, I was about to just quit. I was just like, it's not happening. I think. You're kidding. Yeah. (laughs) See, I find that so surprising and also so refreshing (laughs) to hear. (laughs) Yeah, because I think. People have an idea, and especially with social media, have an idea like, oh, that she has it all planned out or this person has it all set up, they're okay. Um, and the the images or the idea of my lifestyle, they, you know, they think, okay, every, you know, she has it great. But behind closed doors, no, there's just like a lot of sometimes like heartache and there's a lot of, you know, um, pressure or uncertainty um, and that I went through and <laughs> yeah I just wanted so like maybe three times my poor mum again had to hear hear this and I was just like I think I'm gonna have to quit I don't understand oh, I love yeah. your mum what, what a great mum <laughs> poor mum but no but it's, I, there's been times where I just I think the universe as well I'm a huge believer in the universe and just telling you not making things happen because it wants you to create a change in your life or change the path. And three years ago when that happened, I kind of just sat still and I was like, and I went away for a holiday and I wasn't really working, but in those moments where I sat still, it's wow. I came back from a holiday and I back to back job after job after job. And I was like, I think this is the universe saying, no, you just needed to do something else to get you back on track. And it's going, this is where you're meant to be. And this is what's been, meant to happen. And it was really, really funny that it, that happened in that way. Um, it was like the universe was supporting my, like just my questions. So it was really, yeah, it was quite funny. Oh, I love that. I honestly, I keep saying to people, I really find that after every, everyone I come across, when they hit this kind of rock bottom, there is mm. always like phenomenal growth on the other side. There's always yeah. something, the universe just rewards you for getting through that. Um, and so I actually, when people come to me and they're just like, I feel lost. I feel mm. suddenly at rock bottom. I I go, you know, I'm so excited for you because I know that something magical is on the other side of this. This is it's so funny you say that. I have um I read Glennon Doyle. She's an amazing uh writer, author and she has a book con- book called untamed and i had her on a guest on my wellness wednesdays as well on my ig live and there is a quote or a moment where she says that in her book she's like in those moments where you hit rock bottom she knows and anyone that comes to her she's like i'm actually she's like i'm jealous for you because there's going to be something so amazing that's going to happen straight after this um it's kind of like it's like birth after death that type of thing with you know death there's birth or like regrets yes um oh i love that i'm gonna same thing i'll have to watch it hold up what was that 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that, that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon, incredible. So you basically <laughs> saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. Oh, they're talking, I think until 10 years ago, I, I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. So, Shanina, what is your third defining moment? Um, to be honest, maybe this is more like a relationship, um, personal thing. I think um, me getting married and divorced was a really like a defining moment in my life. It really shifted me. Um, and it was very hard, very, very hard for me. And I struggled through that. And I really went, I kind of, that was a moment for me where I hit rock bottom, as you said. It was really like I hit rock bottom. And I'll be honest, like going through the idea that um, you get married and you get married to be forever. People don't get married to get divorced. And I was very excited to be married to my husband at the time and, you know, enjoy this new chapter. And then, like, not long after it, you're realizing, oh, wow, this is not this is not working out and this is really scary. And I think those emotions really ate me up inside and it caused stress on me. And I think we both knew that this is we're leading to a separation and we're leading to a divorce. And even that, that knowing that inside, I, um, I was fluctuating so much in weight. What was a really weird as well. I noticed was, that I was really stressed is because I started getting cystic acne. I have quite decent, good skin. You have amazing skin. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, I started just getting this cystic acne on like around my jawline. It was so bad and I couldn't go to jobs sometimes or shows and it was not the confidence booster that I needed. It was really bad. Um, So, I realize, okay, my stress, my body is stressed right now, really, really stressed. Um, I would go out and I would not be eating properly. I would go out and drink a lot, which is horrible. And that is a huge depressant as well, like numbing the feelings of what is going on. Um, and my self-esteem just diminished quite a lot as well. So, um, yeah, it was really, really scary. Um, struggling moment for me but 
um i somehow got out out of it it took a while it was it took over like maybe even took a year to be honest um just to get over it and heal and i think coming into 2020 weirdly the yeah. amazing year of 2020 <laughs> that we yeah. have it um uh, it shifted for me it was right in my birthday i felt like okay i'm coming to myself a little bit more and yeah but um that was a really defining moment for me how did you um Okay, I have two questions. The first question yeah. is, um, did you feel that there was, because you are in the public eye, um, mm-hmm. did you feel like that was such an added pressure to be going through um, a divorce, which is already something that is so painful, but having to do it um, with the fear of judgment or, you know, having other p- people have opinions about you and your marriage, did that make the whole experience even more difficult or were you able to close off from that side of it? Uh, honestly, thank you for asking that because I think there's not one person has asked me that question. And yes, definitely. It put a lot of pressure and on that on the feeling or the action of what I was going through. And it really made it quite difficult being in the public eye and trying to deal with something so horrible. Divorce is absolutely horrible. And um, yeah, I had a lot of opinions and a lot of judgment. I had a lot of people spreading rumors during this time. And it's so hard because I can't openly speak about it to everybody because it's just like, unfortunately there's really you know there's people in this world that like to gossip as well and I had to sit there and kind of like take this all in but deal with it with my family and my friends who know me and just like for example like my divorce like as soon as it was filed like TMZ grab you know get a hold of it and it's like all over the internet and it's really um it's embarrassing also um to deal with that uh, I kind of I ran off to Australia um with my family and while this was all happening and I turned off my phone I had a phone detox and I gave it to my mom and I just kind of hid away in Australia while this was all happening as well um but yeah there was a lot of opinions there's a lot of judgment judgmental people but also through like difficult times I've kind of appreciated that those that moment because you really learn about who your real friends are and who's your your support system, who's really with you. Um, so through those bad times, you kind of have to look at the positive light and like, who are the people that are meant to be in my life? Of course. Oh, yeah. I really, because you are such a, I mean, I think you are just so, so lovely. You just radiate this warmth and um, and I, it's it's so sad to think actually to, that, you know, you would have to go through something so horrible and then for people who don't see, who maybe have seen you walk a runway but not heard you speak and how, like, how, just how lovely you are and then would be able to pass judgment it makes me so sad um so I'm <laughs> just so, so happy that you've come out the other side of it um so my second question about that was how did you heal what was what were the kind of um tools that you used um to help you through that time um again I think being around the people that love me the most, my my best friends, uh, my family, my family. Um, I'm very close to my family. So again, when all this was happening, I went ho- back home to Australia and I needed that love, um, that unconditional love. And I was quite happy so, to begin the healing process, but also really like digging in deep and trying to find the strength to, you know, to work on myself. And that means eating properly, working out, um, no drinking as well. I had to start with that. Uh, even just going to do things to make myself feel better, like the facials and the spa moments as well, just to re- make myself feel good because I was I didn't feel good about myself and I was making all the wrong decisions. So it's really about um, self-care and self-love. Um but sometimes, you know, in these really hard moments, I understand, like, it's really hard to have, find that self-love. Um, 
but that's why yeah you need to sometimes you need to have the option to get that self-love self-love from someone that really cares for you the unconditional love that person that is not going to judge you just to like spark that you know that strength in you again to like kickstart and like get you back on the road so um I had that support from my family um and my best friends and that was um really important for me to have that so yeah I love that and I love that you spoke about self-care and even things like having facials and because I I am so with you on that I really think (laughs) that it's not about actually going for blow dries having your nails done all those things it's not it's not just about you know feeling good in the way you look or anything it's just that time to just take a moment for yourself to have some pampering it is Mm self-love and it does make you feel so good afterwards it does having a like a lymphatic massage or you know just you know even like even today like if I go get my hair done I feel so confident after I'm like I feel much better about myself and I can feel like I can I'm like I'm about to get some like work done I feel good about myself I get my nails done I feel like a brand new woman so even just pampering yourself it does like bring you sometimes it is a confidence booster um but then I do have like the massages or the spa moments and then um going out with girlfriends um eating the right food you can really tell the difference in your energy when you start eating well for yourself and it really does change the routine if you've been in a bad routine um so yeah it's like little steps it's not like don't go cold turkey and just dive right in it's just baby (laughs) steps I agree so I wanted to ask you about something because I um I've talked quite a lot in the podcast and on social media about body image and Mm. I and don't feel you have to answer any of these questions by the way um it's only if you're comfortable but I'm just generally really intrigued by um how people deal with their own body image with insecurities and being in um an industry which is so focused on the way that um you look and on your body and being judged you know by casting agents on your appearance all the time you know how um have you been able to keep sort of body confident and um navigate your way through that world I think uh, for me I've dealt with a lot of um stress about body image because in when I started modeling or maybe when I was like my prime time, I would say, uh, when I was doing modeling, I wouldn't get, I wouldn't book jobs because of what I look like. Sometimes um, clients would say, she's too big, her body, she's put on a little weight. Um, and I would look at myself, I'm like, I'm not big at all. And I wouldn't get jobs because my body, and it's really upsetting and frustrating um, because everybody in this world cannot be one shape or one body. Everyone, you know, has their own DNA, their own genetics and uh, unique. And there's just different shapes and sizes. You can't just define the world based on one look. Um, and so we've seen, you know, the transition in the fashion industry, thankfully in the past, maybe five years where we've been more open to the world and the body image that we should be seeing. And I'm grateful for that. So I feel like now is a time where I'm like, oh, I can (laughs) finally embrace my curves and (laughs) because it wasn't celebrated or wasn't accepted, maybe eight, nine years ago. Um, And there's been times where I would be honest, like I really put a lot of pressure on myself to get skinny and not eat as much to fit a job or to get a job. Um, But also that it was also with, that comes with my job being so busy as well and traveling and it's really hard to take care of yourself and that's through trial and error. But I've learned with knowledge and education um, as you get older, you learn so much more what, how you should be taking care of yourself. And um, so, yeah, it's, 
I'm like I said, I'm glad for those moments because I've learned how to be better and how to take care of myself and be healthy. Um, I tell a lot of women, like whatever, whatever it comes to with a lot of people ask me, what do I eat? And then, you know, what do I do for my workouts at the end of the day, what I eat might not work for you or you or you. It really doesn't. I, I eat food based on my, my diet, my allergies and my intolerances, um, and just my DNA makeup. And then also the workouts that I do, um, is works for my body type. It might, I have girlfriends that can't even do yoga or Pilates because it doesn't make them feel good or they don't build muscle or they just shrink. So, you know, it's really different. It's what works for you. I totally agree. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing your three moments. And before you go, I do have 10 um, quick fire questions for you. Yes. So um, your most memorable book? Uh, for me, it is A Return to Love from Marianne Williamson. Oh, I have not heard of that. I'm going to buy it. It's a really beautiful, amazing book. I'm still, I, I still go back and forth and read it. <laughs> so I, I love really? it. Really? Oh, yeah. a return to love. Okay, I'll try that. Um, your favorite quote? Uh, no beauty shines brighter than that of a good heart. <gasps> yeah. I and I that feel one. that is, so, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most influential mentor? Um, I think my mom. My mom is a great mentor. She's very, she's a single mom. She's hardworking um, and she's strong. So, and she's been very supportive of me throughout my whole life. So she's a great mentor. Yeah. Um, your go-to feel-good film. I was having a good think about this one. <laughs> my go-to good film. You know what? It's funny. People might laugh at this. I love Legally Blonde. <laughs> what a great shout. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love Reese Witherspoon, first of all. I love her. But just the idea that the judgment and the stereotype that, you know, a girl that who looks a certain way is not smart and can't, you know, be amazing or like conquer so much just based on how she looks. Um, yeah, that's a kick. I think that's that a, is a great shout. I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna so. rewatch that. Um, yeah, a moment where you felt most proud. Um, hmm, that's a great one. A moment where I felt most proud. Do, do, do. I think, you know what? I have my moments where, like, I book a job, and I just feel most proud about that because I feel like all my hard work and dedication, you know, creates um, these jobs. So maybe like last week, I had a great job, and I was really proud of that because it happened because of my hard work and dedication to my job. So it made me feel really good about myself. Yes, I love that. I love being able to celebrate. And I asked that question because I think it's so important to celebrate ourselves and celebrate, you know, like you say, our hard work. Um, Definitely. A song that cheers you up. You know what? Um, Independent Women, <gasps> Des Destiny's Child. <laughs> yes. Like listening to them. I'm a huge Beyonce fan and <laughs> yes. yeah. Every, my all my girlfriends know I'm like a huge Beyonce fan. So and any questions, it always like, goes back links that. back to Beyonce. To Beyonce. <laughs> um, your top tip for dealing with stress: easy said than done. Try to do something that um, is not focused on the idea or um, what is happening. Um, so keep yourself busy away from that idea that's making you making you stressed or that person that's making you stressed and that is doing the things that you love and that could be like again like you know listening to your favorite song watching your favorite movie um go pamper yourself or um even go out with your girlfriends like something to like keep your mind occupied definitely um the first three things you do when you wake up uh, when i wake up uh, i like to take a moment for myself and cuddle chopper because <laughs> um, it's at the end of my bed and then I call my mom every morning and then um, I like to walk chopper and go get like a matcha latte that's the three things I <gasps> a morning walk for a coffee is the best way <laughs> to start the day 
I totally, I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah, it's a routine and it feels good. So It does. I do the same, but with my baby. So but it's you both are. our babies. So you've got Chuffer and I've got Wolf and it's the same. Cuddle, <laughs> go for a coffee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, your guilty pleasure. Uh, my guilty pleasure is pasta. <laughs> a nice big pasta. Yes. And then... I think pasta is like my, like on a Friday and Saturday, I'm really like my guilty pleasure. I'm really bad. I would like eat bad food. And I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm allowed to because I eat quite well there. I'm like, get my favorite food. I'm in bed and I like Netflix and chill. And oh, that's my guilty pleasure. That is an absolute, I do, I do Friday night pasta and wine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 you've got to. <laughs> and then have you ever, the vegan almond magnum ice creams at the moment are my go-to. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. It's so good. I feel like everyone needs to know about them. <laughs> You've definitely created a monster now. Great. Um, um, one thing you'd like to achieve in the next year? Uh, creating my own business. I think I, COVID, I had a, like an idea that was supposed to happen this year. It didn't. It kind of put a halt on everything. So I'm hoping by next year that I'm able to um, kickstart my business. Oh, well, I can't, I cannot wait to see it and support it. And I do feel Thank like you. so many things that I hear this year, it goes, I was going to do this and then COVID happened. It seems to be yeah. what everyone is saying, isn't it? And then COVID it's, happened. Um, it's put a pause on life. <laughs> yeah. And my last question is the first person you'd call to share good news. I think I know the answer. <laughs> yeah <laughs> mom and then I call at the moment I call um my my best friend and my agent who's here in London it's between those two <laughs> if one doesn't pick up I'm calling the other basically yeah <laughs> whoever answers quickest um yes Shanita you have honestly been just the most gracious guest you have just really I don't know what it is about you but you have such such an open nature and I think you I I feel like I mean I've only spoken to you twice and I just feel like we're friends like you just have <laughs> this such I don't know you just have an amazing energy um and I think you absolutely deserve all the success that you have achieved because you clearly are very driven um you're so humble um and I really can't wait to see what's next in store for you so thank you so so much for being a guest oh. on my show thank you you're so kind and so sweet and thank you for having me be a part of this it's really really nice to share hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.